Hey guys, welcome to another episode. This is Jamie Gardner here. I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. Thanks for joining me. What I'm going to be talking about today is a couple of ways that you can start to scale your online business using some very basic mechanisms. Look forward to catching you guys right after this. All right, welcome back guys. And thanks once again for joining me. For those of you that are new here, I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer. I'm also a coach for a program, got over 670 students, absolutely crushing it with their high ticket affiliate marketing businesses. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about how I can help you out, feel free to hit the subscribe button first and foremost. Secondly, feel free to head on over to my free Facebook group and you can find that at ultimateaffiliategroup.com. Once again, that is ultimateaffiliategroup.com. This is me really just documenting the last 10 years of being online, talking about some of the things I'm trying in my business, really just trying to help a few people out there with their online businesses, specifically with high ticket affiliate marketing, but coaching as well. So anyway, with all that out of the way, what I wanted to talk about today is a couple of ways that you can start scaling. Now, for those of you that are new to me, I uh, am a full-time affiliate marketing coach, like I say, and I do most of my uh, business over on Facebook at, by building a personal brand. Now, that isn't, doesn't mean that I'm going to be the next Kardashian or anything of that nature. It's quite simply just building a very small audience that pays me very well for my expertise. And it's something that is replicatable. In fact, you don't even need to be an expert to get started with this stuff. That is kind of the cool thing is if you're developing content, you're talking about what you're going through, what you're learning, some of the things that you perhaps uh, are misconceptions. I did a, an episode on that recently, some of the misconceptions around the industry. And if you're documenting this stuff, you can build a very powerful personal brand in a very quick space of time as well. It doesn't take many people to create a pretty decent income. To give you some reference point on that, I did some calculations recently and I learned that for every person that joins my Facebook group, they equate to around about $400 of value, which is kind of crazy when you think about it, 400 bucks per every single person that comes into my very tiny little Facebook group. Like I say, you can head over to ultimateaffiliategroup.com to check that out. So with that being said, I'm gonna talk about uh, two ways that you can scale. One is using organic methods and another is via paid advertising. So there's a bit of a myth around affiliate marketing. A lot of people believe that you can't actually scale too far if you're a high ticket affiliate marketer, specifically by building a personal brand. And they think, well, how can you outsource yourself? And that is true to a certain degree. However, there are a couple of ways that you can get around that. And one of which is by basically pushing everyone over to a Facebook page. And what I mean by that is you can have a team of VAs, you can have a team of appointment setters, you can have a team of salespeople that sit in your inbox, whether it is via say uh, a, a software like ManyChat or directly in your inbox on Facebook itself. You can actually have people sit in there all day, basically smashing out sales, booking appointments for you, all that type of stuff as well. So that's one way. Now, of course, the question then remains, okay, well, how do you get these people into the inbox? Especially if you're building a personal brand via your profile, you probably don't want to give a virtual assistant access to your profile and your, your personal information, all that type of stuff. So how do you go about doing that? Well, good, good question. I think the first way 
is I would look at building a, a Facebook group. In my opinion, this is one of the most powerful ways to uh, monetize anything because it allows you to basically uh, build a, a very strong tribe of people that know, like, and trust you. You're able to help them out with a bunch of stuff. You're able to provide value within that community. And the secret weapon for my sales processes, by the way, and I feel like I should lower my voice for this one just in case other people hear it and they steal my ideas. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, free for everyone. So one of the cool things about a Facebook group is when people enter the Facebook group, there is an option to ask three questions. And a lot of people will do things like try and extract email addresses from there. They will try and make them sign you know, rules and all that type of stuff. What I do is I ask them what they would like to learn. What's the number one thing you'd like to discover from being part of this community? And they say things like, I'd like to learn how to generate high ticket buyer leads. I'd like to learn how to become better at my content creation. I'd like to discover more about affiliate marketing, work out whether this is the right thing for me. So all these people entering my world, imagine how much more powerful it is when I'm actually creating content that is based on these answers. Imagine how much that sits in their mind. If someone says, I need to find how to attract high quality leads. And then I put out a post after they've entered my group and that post says, Hey, if you've ever wondered how to attract high quality, high ticket leads, this is for you. Bang, 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 bang. Offer some value, help them out with some things, perhaps even dismantle a few common misconceptions while I'm doing that. Bang, easy stuff, right? So anyway, digressing off how to scale, right? But a Facebook group, hopefully you understand the power of having one, right? So, the, the thing is though, that uh, in order to then start scaling that, of course you need volume coming through. And that's not actually not as hard as you might think. So a couple of ways you can very rapidly build your Facebook group up. It's quite simply by hitting the invite button. I know, crazy news, right? Uh, but of course you do need to have targeted people in your audience. And what I mean by that is if you've just got a bunch of random people that aren't necessarily interested in the same topics as you, you're probably going to have that group fall on deaf ears and that invitation fall on deaf ears for the most part. So what you're ideally looking to do is go and find where these people are. For me, I'm an affiliate marketing side, so go and have a look at say the ClickFunnels group, um, a two comma club award winner. So of course, uh, I guess I have a little bit of clout in there to some degree. So I'll go and leverage that. Uh, there's other ones out there that seem to have good engagement. They are not full of spammers. I'd go and find some people in there and just have a bit of conversation or literally just hit the invite button, get them into my group. Now, one thing I will say, if you are doing this method, by the way, it actually bypasses those questions I just mentioned. So just be mindful of that. If someone hits the accept button, you've already asked them to be part of that. It actually bypasses the membership questions. So they end up in your group, but you don't necessarily get the uh, value or the, sorry, the valuable information that they would otherwise uh, put in the membership questions. I hate when I do that. Lost my train of thought midway through my sentence. Anyways, so that's that's one way. Now, of course, when these people are in there, then the question remains, well, okay, how do you then get them over to your Facebook pages inbox for your virtual assistants, all that type of stuff to start being able to take them through some sort of sales process? And that part there is not actually too difficult. If you're putting out content, what you can do is put out call to actions. I want to check out the three-step blueprint I just created that allows me to extract as much as $10,000 from a very tiny audience in less than 30 days. Put a comment down below. 
bang, you get a whole bunch of people commenting and then you go, okay, cool. And then you get a link to your messenger. Awesome. Here's all the details over here. Bang. So therefore, like say your team of VDA is, is over there in your actual page acting as you, meaning that you can now outsource that whole part, right? And so the more stuff you can outsource, the further away from your own audience you can step, the easier it is to then start looking at other ways that you can let go of certain tasks in your business. And that's the organic way, right? Now, I'm not going to say it's always easy uh, because, like I say, if you're in your Facebook profile, you probably don't want other people to be part of that as well. But that, that is one method to do so as well. And of course, the other way is just to look across other platforms. And now what I will say, and this is something I've, I've hammered home to a lot of people over the years, is you need to stick with one platform, one high ticket offer, and one method to convert your people into buyers to start with. Okay, this is absolutely vital. It's something that was the catalyst for me going, like chasing my tail for years in the affiliate marketing game to then having my first $1,000 day in just seven days after I started implementing this stuff. I got rid of all this stuff and I'm slowly building this back up. I'm slowly adding more content to my podcast. I'm slowly adding more videos to my YouTube channel, I'm slowly adding other uh, components in terms of other social media platforms like Twitter, like Pinterest, you know, all that type of stuff, right? So the reason I say that is because you reach a point when you are going to want to go into other platforms, right? And so once you've got this confidence in building an audience, putting out content that resonates with that audience, selling stuff that genuinely helps that audience out, you're probably gonna have a little bit more time on your hands once you've left the workforce, all that sort of stuff, to then start looking at ways that you can outsource, yeah. right? And like I say, once you do, then it's feasible and likely that you might want to go onto other platforms. Like I say, maybe your Twitter, maybe you add a bit of Pinterest over there. Maybe there's uh, something on TikTok if you're into that type of stuff. Same sort of thing, right? So that's that's basically the organic way of scaling your business. Uh, I know people that are making around about half a million dollars per month using this uh, exact technique. They will go out and find people that will set appointments for them. They have a team of salespeople they take them through some rigorous, I would imagine, pretty high pressure too, I would I would hazard a guess, sales process. And in doing so, of course, they get results, like I say, about a half a million revenue per month, which is nothing to be sneezed at, right? So you can do it that way. So the other way is via paid traffic. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with my journey. I started in 2011 and uh, ran e-commerce ads from sort of 2013 through to sort of 2017-ish. And after that, I decided to set up my own lead generation agency. So I left the workforce to go and start running uh, paid ads for small business. And I did that for a couple of years across Facebook. It ran hundreds of thousands of dollars in ad spend across in dozens of industries, became fairly proficient at it until Facebook just did their thing and they smited my account down and they said, no more for you, no more ads. So, like, okay, fine. So I do still run ads, but mainly on Google, YouTube, and of course, Microsoft ads as well. So having said that, of course, the other way is to scale via ads. And so if you're looking at being an affiliate, then the hard work has already been done for you most of the time. They have things like swipes. They have things like landing pages. Sometimes they've even split test the landing pages for you. They know which ones opt are optimized that 
convert better, right? So you can take those resources. Now, I'm not saying this is easy. What most people tend to forget about uh, affiliate marketing in general and, and all these types of things is you probably, unless you're jumping on a launch, you're probably not the first person to have ran an ad to this particular offer, right? So it becomes quite competitive. And you also don't know what the numbers are. For example, it might cost you $30, $40, $50 to acquire one front-end customer for $7. And so therefore, you might shit yourself, <laughs> as, as I'm sure a lot of people would. If you're spending a couple hundred bucks per day and you're only making a handful of these tiny little $7 sales, you don't have enough data at that point and it's, it can be really scary. But what I can tell you is that after a while, you're going to learn what that data gives you. And that data might say, well, I know that for every customer that I bring in on this front end offer of this affiliate product or whatever it is, has a lifetime value of 90 to $100. And so therefore, quite happy to pay $50 for that one customer. Yep, it means I'm out of the pocket on the front end, but I know that over the lifetime they're going to uh, grow into that. I'm going to make a ton of cash on the back end of that. Right. So these are the things to, uh, to consider. Now that's one way if, if you're an affiliate, the other way of course, is, uh, when you start to develop your own coaching, your own offers, just like I do, if anyone's interested in learning more about that, and I can help you scale to 10 to 20 K per month in a pretty short space of time, head over to jgcall.com. There's a free case study there. You can check out and see uh, whether you like it and whether you like me might be able to help you out. Who knows? Right. So that's one way you can have a, a, what we call a call funnel. Now call funnel is simply just that you're looking to add some sort of value to the person's life. It's a somewhat of a lead magnet, but instead what you're looking to do is really just, uh, try and dismantle a couple of beliefs that the person might have and give them the option of booking a call with yourself or your team. Okay, now this is where you can really get fancy with the scaling because it means that all you need to do is run an ad and actually outsource the entire sales process yourself. And as long as you're booking calls, which depending on what your target market is and your niche and what your offer looks like as well, uh, you might be paying anywhere from sort of, I don't know, 20 to $120 per, per booked call that shows up. Uh, I've paid as much as 300 per call that's shown up for my ads. Now, of course, again, you, you probably need a, a decent chunk of budget to test a lot of this stuff out because it's a, a process of refinement as you go through this, right? And so as part of that, you obviously want to make sure that you're lowering those costs of book calls. And if you can get them under, I don't know, 50 bucks for argument's sake, then you're probably going to do okay. You fill up your calendar, you know, 10 calls a week. Uh, at the moment, my business, I'm, I'm closing around about 80% of my sales calls at the moment. Uh, that by the way, is, uh, not a normally is something that I am teaching to some of my students at the moment. Uh, there's a very specific process that I go into with that. It's not overly complex. Uh, I'm not a hardcore pitch fest type guy. I'm not, I don't use high pressure tactics. In fact, I'm sure if any sales trainers were ever to listen to my calls, I'd probably have a bit of a chuckle because they're so far from being normal in terms of the sales process, they would be like, well, this is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how this guy does it. Maybe I should take his training. <laughs> no, look, it's a process uh, that I've been developing for quite some time and it's an indoctrination. It's a rapid indoctrination process, but um, 
probably not something I can really go into too much detail here, not because I'm trying to hide info from anyone, of course. It's really just because it, uh, it's too complex to explain via a podcast, especially when the topic of conversation is meant to be scattered. Right. So, uh, but anyway, having said that, and, and just throwing this out there as well, if I was running these types of ads, uh, my close rate would be nothing like 80%. That's because I've been refining this process for quite some time via my Facebook group that, uh, that I'm able to close at that rate. Right. So anyway, digressing, but that would be one, one way to do it. Use a call funnel. Now, of course, this depends on the cost of the actual product that you are promoting. Uh, the other way, of course, would be to set up a webinar. Now, a webinar is an amazing means for selling stuff. Uh, it is an incredible way to sell products. However, the problem with them is you have to optimize absolutely every single tiny aspect of them. And that can take a lot of ad spend. Uh, someone I'm in touch with, I happen to know he spent around about $50,000 in ad spend before refining his, uh, his process and getting that to be profitable on the front end, which is a, a lot and probably more than most of us are willing to spend before actually making it work. That's not to say it's not doable. Of course, there is pathways that you can take. Uh, and it, again, it will also depend on the actual product on the other side of it as well, but it is a bit of a science. Um, however, if the vendor of the product that you're promoting happens to have a webinar there and that webinar happens to work and actually happens to sell stuff, then there's absolutely no reason why you can't just pump traffic to that via paid ads. And so those are, those are basically the two main ways to scale organically. Like I say, you look for ways that you can start to outsource certain aspects of your business. And when you can start to outsource it, it allows for growth. Uh, means you can concentrate on other things and of course the paid route now I, I think the speed in which you can get things moving it's probably best to go for the paid ads route at that point however what i will say like i mentioned is you do need to have an understanding that you need you're buying data to start with when you're running paid ads right so you're buying this data you're testing angles you're trying to find what headline works the best you're trying to find which copy works the best what color scheme what uh, button size, what button font, you know, all these tiny little nuances to decrease the lead cost, increase the shot rates if you're running a call funnel, increase the shot rates if you're running a webinar funnel as well for that matter, and decreasing those costs and increasing the shot rates, right? Basically, that, that's the two things. And, and of course, making sure that the demographic that you're targeting are the ones that are rocking up to these things as well, right? So. Those are kind of the two ways that you can scale. Um, the techniques in terms of how you go about that, like I say, jump on Facebook ad, that's one way. You can also uh, hit up YouTube, Google, whatever, right? Uh, I'm not saying that don't you know, put all your eggs in one basket and focus only on YouTube or only on you know, Microsoft ads, whatever. Uh, although in my case, you, I'm quite happy to do so. I believe uh, very strongly in the power of uh, YouTube ads. I'm not saying it's easy, by the way, but I do believe that uh, there's some power in them. And in doing so, you can be able to scale. And once you can get that winning formula of spending $1, making more than $1 back, $2 back, for example, or $3 back, then you have a million dollar business. And that there is when you can truly scale. 
and then you can really outsource stuff because you've got uh, cash flow taken care of and you've got all those aspects of your business taken care of. Anyway, these are just a, a couple of ways. Uh, obviously, this is uh, kind of hard to explain things because I'm on a podcast. However, hopefully you get a, a bit of an idea as to how you might want to start scaling your affiliate marketing business or your coaching business or your course creation business. Uh, the other way, of course, if you're wanting to increase your profitability, and I'm just going to throw this out as a, an aside, is look for ways that you can extract more cash flow out of your existing audience and your existing pool of buyers. I'm going to say that it's going to be easier for you to extract value and cash flow out of existing buyers. In fact, I believe the stats are something like if someone has purchased from you before and they've had a good buying experience, they are 12 times more likely to buy it from you again based on your recommendations. So if you hold that thought, that might be a good episode for next time it is looking for ways that you can start to extract the value from your audience. Anyway, uh, that will be in the next one. But anyway, with all that being said, my name is Jamie Garden. Hopefully you got a bit of value from this. Stay tuned. I'm going to record another one based on what I just mentioned, which was how to extract more cash flow from your existing audience. Look forward to catching up with you guys very, very soon. Feel free to head over to either jgcall.com if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you out with your business. Otherwise, head over to my free community at ultimateaffiliategroup.com. Look forward to catching up with you guys there. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.